Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy with the State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 62. I got my guy, Mr. Mitchell, in the building. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit tired, but, you know, I'm awake. Um, let's get right into it, bro. Let's get right into it. I want to know, before we even get about the win, get into the win, because obviously we're going to get into it. The last time I spoke to you, we was on the midst of a losing streak. Both of yeah. us criticized yes, Fizdale. We criticized Scott Perry. We criticized Steve Mills. They come out with uh, a to the when they was pulling up. And it came off to me as them throwing David Fisher under the bus. And I didn't like that at all. It kind of pissed me off. I was kind of disgusted with Steve Mills. Um, I want to, I want to know what's your temperature with the, with the front office. What I, I, these guys right now. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I've had my thoughts on Steve Mills for obviously quite a while, like a lot of Knicks fans. Um, we kind of know he's always just been a, a yes man, I, I guess, to James Dolan and sort of, yeah, he, he's just moved up mainly because of that. But um, the one I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed in, not with throwing people under the bus, but just in general, just because of his track record, Scott Perry, like I was... I was expecting the same guy I'd, I'd seen it when heard about at the Kings when he was at the Kings and at Orlando and and um, of course up in Seattle when he drafted Durant. I was kind of hoping I was getting that Scott Perry. Um, oh, I'm not. There's a bit of question marks on that one now, I guess. Um, and yes, I agree. I didn't like that they were throwing Fizdale under the bus. Um, I mean, it's not his decision or his job, sorry, I should say, um, to go out and find the talent. He's the coach. He's just got to coach with what he's got in front of him. Um, the front office's job is obviously that of scouting talent, getting in free agents, etc. cetera. Um, and for, for a little while, um, I mean, you could still look at it as, was it a good thing bringing in, like the media's straight out saying, all the power forwards, was, was that a good thing? Um could they have gone elsewhere? Could they have done better? I mean, that's that's questions, obviously, that need to be asked. But, you know, I don't know if we're going to get the right answers or the answers that we want. Um, so, yeah, they're not, they're not doing their job, I guess you could say, that we expect from them. Um, so I'm thinking, at least in Steve Mills, he's got to be just as much on a hot seat as he is putting uh, Fisdale in. Um, I won't say Fizz has put himself there. I, I mean, maybe to a little degree, but obviously Mills has been trying to divert more attention onto Fizdale and bl- putting the blame on him, which is just wrong, as I said. Um, you, you can blame him for, say, coaching mistakes and and maybe to a degree what, what's happening on the court, which is also in the players' hands as well, but you can't really blame him for the team that's assembled together, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm here yeah, because this roster construction is just oh my goodness. 
It's just an abomination, man. It's just an abomination. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's get right in short, I was just going to add to just in short, maybe we can look at it as they maybe signed one too many power forwards. Maybe they should have left it at three, like say um, Julius Taj and and Mook. Maybe they should have just left it at that and not not took on Portis. But you know what what's done is done, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. Just, I, I mean, roll with it. The hell with it. Um. Well. We beat Dallas twice in the span of seven days. It feels good. Um, what yes, sir. Been better is Frank Nilakina's play, how Mook Morris is taking taking Frank under his wing. Beautiful sight to watch, man. And Fisdale says something. Interview. I don't know if you heard this interview, but he said Frank Nilakina came up to him and spoke too. I've been through a lot the first yeah. NBA career. And I said, Whoa. <laughs> he, he he came up to Phil, he came up to um Fizdale and said means that this kid understands what he's going through. He understands and he understands that the, the fan base is Support of him, man. The fan base is really behind this kid. Interesting stat that I before you talk about Frank Nilakina. Because we're huge for any fan who listens to State of the New York Knicks, you know we are huge fans of this kid. But here's the stat I'm gonna throw at you. Full list of players for the 2019-2020 season who play at least 20 minutes per game and have a steal percentage of 2.5 plus and a block percentage of 2.5 plus. Of those three players, Kawhi Leonard at three steals, three blocks. Robinson at three steals, three blocks. And Frank Nilakina at three steals, three blocks. <laughs> so <laughs> this kid defense is amazing, and he's making when it plays on the court. And I'm loving what I'm seeing, and I'm loving just the overall overall effect he has on the game. And one more thing before you go, bro. My God, did this team need Mitchell Robinson, man. My God, man. He needed the force and the paint. He brought electricity. I was extremely proud of Mitchell Robinson, man. How are you feeling about Fredo Kane starting? Dennis Smith Jr. coming off the bench and giving us solid, productive play. I cannot hate on Dennis Smith Jr. How are you feeling about the point guards right now? Yeah, well, obviously, like, like we discussed, I think it was on the last podcast, that um, all, all, all we were hoping for is that because Frank's earned the starting role was that he wasn't going to get it taken away from him just because, you know, that Dennis Smith was returning or when Alfred returns, you know. Um, so it, that, that's that's good to see. And and I think, he, like you said, he needs to start. Um, it, it's just fact. Um, you know, you see the the Frank haters out there, but I don't think what – they just see the like the sort of – the more flashier stats, like your, your points scored, your system and all that. They're not seeing the little things that really are big things on the court. Um you know, when it comes to his defense um, and, and when it comes to his offensive play lately, like 
he he might, as I said, he might not be the the biggest scorer for you out there. But with each game, I've noticed that his confidence is getting better and better. I mean, the first game against Dallas, he tried he tried to dunk on Kristaps Porzingis. If that's not confidence, you know, growing, then you know, I don't know what is. So. I'm loving what I see from Frank. I love the little things that he does because, you know, you need a player that does the, the little things, gets down the dirty and, you know, does those things for you. Um, and, and he definitely helps. Um, Mitch coming back was just wonderful. Um, I, I was expecting a big game from him on his return and, and he definitely showed out. Um, yeah, we, we miss him on defence for sure. He, he's the defensive anchor, as I've always said. Um, and it was just good to see all his paint work. And, and, yeah, at, at the moment, and we, we've got to Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to the guy that I, I don't – I'm not a real big fan of, but hopefully maybe one day he can win me over. But what I will say at the moment, he's definitely put himself ahead of Alfred Payton. But I just want, I just want fans to be cautious. And, and why I say cautious is we all saw Bobby Porter show out against his hometown uh, – sorry, his former team too <laughs> – and then the next following games, he was just back to being Bobby Poor's get the hell off my court. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I need to see this consistently from Dennis. Like if, if he can say, he showed out and he goes, oh, I'm back, I'm healthy, I'm good, let's go. Right. Well, I now need you to do this every game now. That while, while you're healthy, I need you to play like this all the time. That That's that's all I really want from him is just <laughs> consistency. Um, so, yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm good with him currently backing up uh, Frank because really it's the only option. And um, no, just as a, as a whole team effort, it was it was really good to see. And and the two wins against Dallas, uh, um, you couldn't get any bigger for us because just on a, on the little side note, it, it's kept Giannis and Chris Dapps quiet from, you know, boasting. And and boy, did he cop it, man. I loved it. Oh, boy, did he cop it when he came back to golf. I love that oh, crowd. Yeah. I love that crowd reaction to him. I thought it was needed. <laughs> oh, they oh, they destroyed Porzingis. I I don't think I I heard nothing. No, I heard nothing. But you know what the garden needs to do, and I think this needs to be a tradition. <clears throat> the way they booed Porzingis is the way they need to boo every single superstar that comes to the garden, because he was rattled. Yeah. He he, it looked. Bad. I I remember I watched a play <laughs> with Frank Nilakina blocked him, and they called the foul on yeah. Frank. And I said, "Oh no, that was great defense." And they've been calling silly fouls on Frank the last two games, so I'm not worried about that. Frank and, and Frank is two and four in his last four starts. So yeah, um, Frank no two and five actually. So yeah, Frank haters no he. He actually started five games. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, he has now. Yeah, I believe he's two and five now. Well, he's two and three now. I believe so. Well, that's a good stat for the kid, man. I mean, I just need this kid to start. I love what I seen from DSJ. Will I see it again tomorrow against the Hornets? Well, today against the Hornets, I don't know. I hope I do because it seemed like. Literally, it seemed like we lost a couple games because DSJ comes in the game and could not function well. It, it, it just – the defense wasn't there. The athleticism wasn't there. The jump shot wasn't there. 
He comes in yesterday at the garden and he just had a he, he had a pep in his step and he was finding Mitchell Robinson. A thing me and you get on Fizdale about is the offensive system. The ball moved very well yesterday. I will give that to Fizdale. Dennis Smith Jr. moved the ball very well. He got in the paint. He got Mitchell Robinson going. That is what I need to see from this kid every game. Um, yeah. Another stat I'm going to throw at you, and then I guess we could talk about Mr. Egghead, Julius Randle, and we could talk about Marcus Morris. Frank is in the starting lineup. Frank is a net positive 5.5 in his starts. Everybody else is in that negative besides Mook Morris, who's a 0.1. Did this kid and the way Fizdale is starting to talk about Frank Melikina, just glowingly about him, how the team is rallying around this kid, how Frank is just jumping up while DSJ is getting his points and, and getting assists, and Frank seems like he's the he's the biggest supporter of DSJ. It's just so beautiful to watch, man. I, I hope this team could pull off a win today and just get the morale of the team high. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Frank Frank's the cog that makes everything move. That's that's the way I kind of look at it, you know. So he he, he helps get everyone going as well. And um, but just a little touch back on Dennis Smith. Oh, I mean, this is a big – personally, this this game now again, today against the Hornets, for me, when it comes to him, is a big game. Um, while you're on that court, while he's on that court, if he's going up against Terry Rozier, he needs to upstage Terry Rozier yeah. because if yeah. he can't, yeah. that's, that's not a good look if he can't because Terry Rozier has been bloody terrible, man, in, yeah. in a lot of the games. <laughs> Devontae Graham been carrying him. Actually, what's so crazy about that and – that's in his own town, man. You got to show out, man. Yeah. The way Fizdale is running the, the bench from that lineup, and 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 I and I commend Fizdale. I was like, ooh, he he put the lineup right in my brain. I was thinking of putting with Dennis Smith Jr. So he comes out, Mitchell Robinson, our boy Dotson, Free Dot. Shout out to the Nick of Time Show, Free Dot. And he plays those guys with DSJ. And then he brings out another lineup with Dodson, Frank, DSJ. Then he has another lineup. This lineup I love the most, what I see. It was Kevin Knox. It was Mitchell Robinson. It was RJ Barrett. It was Dodson. And it was DSJ. And then there was another lineup where I seen RJ, Frank Milikina, and Mitchell Robinson on the court at the same time. As long as Fizdale can consistently get these kids minutes, I will not be mad at the losses. One guy, man, you got to talk about, though, bro, and we ain't even get to mention him, and he was not in the rotation for that game. Isozo. Um, yeah. Where the hell is Isozo, bro? What, what the hell? Yeah, what the- where the hell is he, man? I've been I've been asking the same question for a little while now. Like, um, I think I asked you last time. And I was like, has he said or done something that's that's nope. knocked him down the rotation list? Or, you know, I, I I just don't understand. Like, and and 
he was doing all right initially when they had him playing. And um, what last game I seen him come in and he came in and did all right as well. So I'm not so sure as to why he's so much in and out all the time. I throw that. I, let me throw this at you. Because you have Dennis Smith Jr. playing, right? And he's the point guard, right? You got to play Dotson because Dotson is going to bring you defense. We know what he's going to bring. He's going to bring you defense. Three and D, he's not going to hold the ball for too long. He's going to take spot-up jump shots. He's going to take catch-and-shoot jump shots. We know what he's going to do. So if you're going to yeah. bring in Dotson, yeah. right, you're going to need another wing. So you got to play either Knox or you got to either play Morris. Now, you playing Portis or Taj or you playing Portis with Mitchell Robinson. So you, it, it, it's no space, bro. It, it, I don't see yeah. that going to play. <laughs> Unless Dotson get hurt, you, got, you cannot DMP Dotson no more. And then it's like, R.J. Barrett is R.J. Barrett. <laughs> so, Yeah, exactly. So from a minutes perspective, I, I guess there's just, just not enough minutes there to throw at him, I guess. And, I mean, he, he's not the only one. I mean, Iggy's barely seen the court too. I, I don't mind Iggy not seeing the court, to be honest with you. He don't, he don't need to see the court. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest. As long as Dotson got a, got a, both his legs is on his body, I, I don't need to see Iggy. I need I need some defense, man. And of all the combos on the team, the highest plus minus together is Frank Nilakina with Damian Dotson, aka Phil Jackson draft picks, aka Zen Master. Thank you. We appreciate you because we know this regime will not draft us a defensive specialist at point guard, and they will not draft us a three and D guy who doesn't mind coming off the bench. So. Um, so, bro, what the hell are we going to do with Alonzo Trent? <laughs> it, it's it's interesting. Know, what are we going to do? I mean, it, it's interesting because you want to see the kid get minutes, obviously, because he's still young and that. Um, but, you know, he, he might he might be included in a, in. A, at this stage, this is just the way I'm looking at it. And I don't want him to, but it, it might even be better for him so he can get minutes elsewhere. He might be included in a trade at the deadline for, a, I don't know, a, a centre or something like that to go after a centre to, to, to back Mitch up because, you know, that's a big big uh, point of emphasis at the moment is once Mitch goes down, as we keep saying, we're kind of kind of screwed at the five um, defensively. Um, so I guess that might, well, it should, should be on the minds of the front office to, to possibly look out for another centre to bring in. So that that might be the case and he gets shipped out in the deal, um, which, as I said, it could be beneficial to him. I, I, I just want the kid to play. He he, he deserves to play, I guess. Um, but obviously on the Knicks at the moment, there's just not enough minutes for him. So other than that, I'm... I'm not 100% sure what like, what they'll do with him at the moment other than he's just sitting there warming up the bench, waiting waiting for an injury to happen, I guess, the, the poor bugger. Yeah, yeah. So the Knicks have three wins, the Nets have four wins. But the media ain't talking about that. Cool. Um, last thing before we get out of here. 
We got to play the Charlotte Hornets today. How the hell are we going to beat the Charlotte Hornets? If we do beat the Charlotte Hornets, who's going to be the reason why we beat the Charlotte Hornets? So, bro, each prediction, we, me and you, we're going to go prediction for prediction. And let we're definitely going to have to record again after this game. We're going to see if we're going to be on a losing streak. If we're going to start another losing streak again, or we're going to see if we're going to start a winning streak. My prediction is somebody will have 20 points off the bench and we're going to win. I don't know who's going to have 20 points off the bench, but I thought somebody's going to have a great game off the bench, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with this, and this could be unexpected coming from me because, <laughs> as I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan, but I don't think it's a want. I need Dennis Smith Jr. to have a big game tomorrow to, to, to sort of prove me wrong a little bit of, of, of what, I, what I think of him because I, I don't want to see, say, his game from the other day and then he does Bobby Portis, you know what I mean? So that's who I want it to be. I want him maybe to be the difference maker in in getting this win tomorrow, especially like you said, being in his in his hometown. So, um, yeah, I, I need it to be Dennis Smith. I, I mean, I, any other time I'd say oh, RJ or Mook, that they're probably going to be the. But I need it to be Dennis Smith Jr. It, it, just to say, hey, yep, for one, I can I can be consistent. Look, that's two games are put together now consistently. That that's mm-hmm. that's one thing and. As, again, he needs to show out in, in his hometown. And, um, you know, that, they've been more relying the Hornets on, on Devontae Graham. So Terry Rozier's been terrible. So he needs to outplay both of them and, and just show out off the bench and, and uh, help get us the win. I, I want us to get a win because it'd just be a good sort of change from having that win and then back to losing again. So it'd be nice to see two wins put together in a row and then hopefully a third maybe. Oh, yeah. Two wins straight. Now that we got DSJ back and he's coming off the bench, I'm I'm confident we could win this game. We I watched every game this season. We could have blown some teams out this year without watching these games. If Julius Randle, Mr. Egghead, just stopped doing the boneheaded goddamn plays, spinning in the three people, trying to bulldoze your way to the goddamn paint. It's so annoying. <laughs> Times, man, oh my God! I'll be stopping the. Football. He, there's, there's oh, one, he's one thing, one thing I can point out that he's definitely got to stop doing. Stop dribbling with and doing that spin move. Like it's just not working. Every time it fails. Every single time he. Oh, he, he, he <laughs> that goddamn spin move. Oh yeah. Um, but seriously, in all in all seriousness, we need point guard play. We lost a lot of these games because of of inconsistent point guard play. We we have Frank Franco come in. You know, we we can't expect him to score 10 points 10 plus points every game. But we what we can expect is great defense. So, we need a point guard who's opposite of Frank Nilakina who can score the basketball, get in the paint, get guys involved. Just the way how Fizdale was substituting Frank Nilakina in and sub- substituting Dennis Smith Jr. In, it was very beautiful. Um, I was I was hoping Frank Nilakina would would have got more minutes, but 
obviously he had the five fouls. But what I did love is Fisdale trust him at the end of the game to make plays, and Frank still played aggressive. Still stayed within yeah. himself. He still played his game with five fouls, and he got us a win. So hopefully Fisdale does the smart thing tomorrow, continue to bring Mitchell Robinson off the bench, start Taj Gibson, um, start Morris. I'm, 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 the, we all know the pairing with him and Randall is clunky. But I want Kevin Knox to just be brought along slowly like the, the kid he is. I don't need Kevin Knox rushed into the star lineup. I need him to get his defensive awareness slowly together. Let RJ, you know, let RJ have a big game. Let him run some pick and roll. Because the Charlotte Hornets is last in the NBA in, in, in um, paint protection. So you're going to get your paint points. They allow 50-plus yeah points per game. So you you're gonna get in the paint. So we have to score. Um yeah exactly. And I know I think and I think tomorrow um one of their rookies who, who's been having a decently good start to his career, I think he might have a bit of trouble with Mitch tomorrow in um PJ Washington. I don't think he's gonna find scoring as easy as what he has been. Oh no. Oh no 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 because they're gonna have to what what I love about Mitchell Robinson is teams is starting to know, like, oh, nah, we cannot drive into the paint with this guy. So, damn, man, if, if – I, I hope the Knicks, really, I'm hoping that they can really flip either Portis or, or Morris or Randall. One of those three guys got to leave, and we could get another tall wing, kind of like a Jeremy Grant who can defend, who can play small ball center, and and we can continue on this defensive, you know, this defensive foundation. I'm, I'm loving what I'm saying, and I'm excited. Say, yeah, I was going to say, say, bro, too, just adding off of that, oh, I absolutely love you mentioning his name because right now I would probably prefer him over Julius Randle at the starting four. Like, that, that kid, he, he's 25. He's a he's you know improved every single year. He's he's doing really well now over um, with the Nuggets. He's I believe he's with now. Um, yeah, he he's good and he goes under the radar. And he and again he'd be cheaper option than some other powerful or like fours and, and threes that could come on the market at the trade deadline. Um, so you you definitely say wouldn't have to give up a, for him as much as you would for say like a Blake Griffin or somebody like that. You know so. That's that'd be a really good under the radar sneaky little little trade if we could bring him in, and um, I really like his game and think he'll fit in nicely. And he can shoot the three; doesn't have too bad of a mid range game as well. Defends like like a beast, so yeah, and he's got good size about him as well. So yeah, yeah, and Paul Millsap, I take Paul Millsap in next year free agency on on mm. contract. I take Paul Millsap. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of guys, man. But any last words for the people before we get out of here, brother? Uh, yeah, just, just two things. Obviously, firstly, um, with the game tomorrow, I, I, I believe we this is a game we, we should win and can win. Um, it's, it's against an easier opposition than, than what we have been running into lately. So <laughs> that's a little bit beneficial. So, let, yeah, let's just hope that... Um, 
as, as I was mentioning earlier, Dennis Smith's going to start proving myself and, and a few other people that doubt him wrong that are out there. And he's not going to do a Bobby Portis. We're going to see a second straight game of consistent play like we did against Dallas. Um, I always like to see people, you know, prove me wrong. So um, expecting a big game from him. And obviously, yeah, let, let's, if we get this win up, let's hope we can go on a bit of a winning streak for a change uh, instead of a losing streak. And the second thing I want to touch on, um, of course, Nick's legend Carmelo Anthony finally getting picked up, uh, I do believe, by the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Melo, man. I'm a huge Carmelo Anthony fan. Oh, yeah, same, same here, man. I've been watching him keep in shape and he, his shot still looks as smooth as hell, um, you know, and he, he might not have he might not have got a championship for us while he was while he was here in New York, but, you know, he, the, the thing I loved about him was, was um, you know, just his shooting, he, that he wanted to be here, he, you know, he, he, he bled for New York. Um, he's one, one big name that, in this sort of day and age and era that wanted to come here and be here and put the team on his back. And, you know, you, we, no, no one can say he, he didn't try, put it that way. It's, you know, you, sometimes you just can't do it on your own and he might not have had the, the right help around him. Um, and of course we all know that's not on him. That's on the front office. So, um, but congratulations to him. I, I think he'll fit in really nicely with Portland. And if anything, he's just going to, Add to their um, add to their scoring, um, and because it, oh, I've seen something earlier today on ESPN, like um, he's not going to want to mess this up. So we might even, surprisingly, we might actually see a little bit of defense come out of him. I reckon because he's he's going to want this. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. um, he's got to, it's a contract that he's kind of he's got to work hard and he's got to earn because it doesn't or nothing becomes guaranteed about it. I was reading until January, so. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we might might see a, hopefully a little bit of old school mellow. Oh man, mellow back in the league. Colin Kaepernick about to get signed. <laughs> yeah. The Celtics and the Lakers is top of the conferences. I don't know what the hell is going on in sports right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Salute to the Knicks Nation, man. You know, hopefully we win this game today, man. I'm excited. Well, tomorrow, today, same time, man. It's probably about what, what time? It's five in the morning right now. <laughs> so, salute the Knicks Nation, man. You know, I stay up late, stay up early mornings, give the people what they want, give the people what they need. It's your boy, Slizzy, episode 62. With my guy, Mr. Mitchell, State of the New York Knicks podcast, and I'm out. Peace.